This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And uh, now to, to we have Bill Parker. Is Bill Parker yep, on? Yep, we got Bill Parker. To find out Bill Parker, 30 years in the Navy and a real Navy man to find out if anything more we should know about the submarine. Bill Parker, are you there? I'm here, John. Uh, good to be back on your show. Uh, tell us, what do you think happened? They're saying they think the thing imploded. Is it that easy to implode? What's the pressure at uh, 10,000 feet? Well, it's uh, so so the idea here is that the pressure uh, is uh, one atmosphere for every uh, every 33 feet. So every 100 feet is about three atmospheres. This was down 12,500 feet. Uh, so basically the idea is if you put five school buses on every square inch, that's the pressure pushing in on this. And it's a carbon fiber, therefore square it's not inch. like titanium. Per square inch. Wow. Per square inch. Per square inch. I mean, if it's not, if it's not a, uh, if it's not illegal, I mean, w- w- what do our nuclear submarines go down to? What do, what do you think it is? <laughs> I know what it is. Um, and, uh, but, but for this particular thing, uh, uh, if it gets reshaped and it dove many times, um, before, uh, the, the shape can change just slightly. So as you go down in depth, it no longer is able to uh, have that perfect sphere, that perfect, uh, uh, shape it's supposed to have, and it can, it can fail. And of course, if you have anything, we talked about this yesterday on your show, but if you have any kind of failure of a, a nut, a bolt, anything like that, uh, it can fail quickly as well. So- and it had a very old access system to it. Now, let me understand it. Uh, so everybody else can understand it. It's like having the weight of 10 school buses on a per square inch of space on that, uh, on that sub. Wow. That, that's correct. You're, I mean, you're, they were more than two and a half miles down. That's where Titanic sits right now, 12,500 feet. So every, every mile is 5,280 feet. So it's over two miles straight down. That's a lot of pressure on top of whatever's sitting there. Uh, whether or not this failed on the way down or whether it failed when it got to the bottom, as we talked about yesterday, it was probably doing somewhere around, if it was in free fall, about 40 miles per hour as it hit the bottom, um, assuming they didn't have electricity anymore so they couldn't do anything with their propulsion. It was a direct impact. And so if it didn't fail before it hit the bottom, it probably did as soon as it hit the bottom. The good news of that, if there is any good news about this, is that, the people on board, two of whom I've known very well, um, probably uh, didn't suffer a whole lot because it's about a four-minute trip from the surface to the bottom. I knew that guy Hamish, uh, uh, and because uh, he had called me and wanted to buy one of our airplanes a few months before that. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's, uh, Hamish and um, uh, one of the members of the Explorers Club, which I'm a fellow at, and um, – and Paul Naglia as well. Uh, he was the pilot who a very experienced guy. 
Um, so we know him well. And, of course, Stockton Rush, who was the, the CEO of the company and made a lot of dives on that particular vessel. These well, are good people trying to do good things. It's, it's and did sad. they make mistakes? Probably. Oh, so sad. Thank you, Will Parker. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you for the report. Look,